Underwood. Thin ice! <laughs> that is a uh, common theme. A common theme of the uh, the narrative, really, that I've created uh, overall. After a game like last night where Illinois loses 67-66 to 66 in, in the Gavit games, tip-off games, I guess Gavit tip-off games is what they're called. And, um, you know, the Big Ten goes 0-2 last night. Illinois setting the tone with their loss. Um, Illinois now 2-1 and with an asterisk, in my opinion, after that game. Um, so they lose to Marquette. And let's be honest, Marquette is not a very good basketball team. They have one and a half good players. Morcel's good. You, you can throw another half in there somewhere. And Shock is a good coach. I think that's a, a, a point that you make here. I don't know why he was, like, banging on the floor when Illinois was on – he on offense on his side of the floor. That didn't really make any sense. And uh, obviously it was a ref <laughs> show. We're not going to blame the refs. But um, no. my question before we get into the notes is, was Brad Underwood there last night? Uh, yeah, I think, I think he was there. I did see him. Sure um, didn't seem like it. Yeah, I don't understand um, Underwood not using a timeout there um, at the end. Uh, he did say somebody asked him about it. And he said, quote, I hate that. Then they can change defense. I don't know why, as a coach, you can't set up for they're either going to play man, which they played all night long and and stopped Illinois the last five and a half minutes of the game with, or they're going to run a two, three or something. And, and you set up plays for both of them. You don't I don't I don't understand that. And then he also said, we practice that. The last 10 seconds, we know exactly what we're running. You trust your guys. You work on it in practice. And tonight, it didn't work. Um, so they practice Curbelo driving into the lane is what is is apparently their go-to um, at the end of the game. Uh, on top of that, Coleman Hawkins and Trent Frazier both said that the team hadn't spent a lot of time on in-game situations so or late-game situations. So something's whatever. I don't know what's going on. And, and I don't even care if he doesn't use that time out there. If he's not going to use it there, if he's going to keep it in his pocket, use it when there's 32 seconds left. You got a full shot clock with 30 seconds instead of giving the ball to Trent. And he's basically trapped at half court because, he, of course, you can't go back over it. And he's got his back to the defender. When you see that other guy coming up, can can you not just call timeout there? I mean, I don't I, – I don't – if he doesn't want to use it at the end of the game, I don't understand why he didn't use it there. And then maybe Marquette realizes, Hey, there's only a one and a half second difference between game clock and shot clock. We should probably foul them instead. What happened happened. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, that's kind of my point was Underwood even there. I mean, he may have <laughs> physically been there, but was he paying attention? I mean, I, it, seems to get lost in these games. You know, he seems to kind of not know what to do when it comes to rotations or just forgetting about guys or putting in the wrong guys. Like uh, <clears throat> BBV playing nine minutes was embarrassing. An embarrassing nine minutes, by the way. He looks like more of a tight end than a basketball player. <laughs> um, and I don't understand the idea that let's just not give the ball to Frazier for most of the last few minutes. Like, was that a Curbelo right. thing or a coaching thing? I, mean, I just don't get it. Yeah. I, I th Underwood said something to the, to the, you know, about that and said that they tried to run plays to get Trent open and get the ball to Trent and they didn't work out, but I don't think he ever got the ball in his hand. Um, 
Maybe Cabello on their... took like 327 dribbles in the last three minutes. Yeah. And yep. it all led to nothing. Tried going to the hoop a couple times. And I talked about that with you last night. And I talked about it with my buddy today. It, and I don't know if that was part of it was not having Kofi there. Like usually he would drop that off to somebody, but did he not have somebody he would, tr- he had, he could trust down there. I mean, pain didn't have an a awful game. He was three for three. Um, he doesn't do a whole lot offensively, but he got some rebounds. Um, I mean, Illinois out rebounded Marquette 50 to 30. Yeah. 19 offensive rebounds to seven. And you and you lose a game. Like if you saw these numbers, if you looked at these numbers, besides the free throw shooting, which I know that you're on, um that's right. It, it looked like Illinois should have won this game and the 26 turnovers. Yeah, that is 20, inexcusable. 26 turnovers <sighs> is unreal. Um, and I saw Joey Wagner posted on Twitter that it's the most turnovers since uh, 2017. And the first time Illinois had more than 25 since 2010. Which that looked like the 2017. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and the, the worst part about that is, I think, is that Curbelo had seven of them. And he only had three assists. I mean, he's your point guard. He's he's the guy that is is leading this team and is supposed to be the distributor. And he only had three assists. And he had seven turnovers. In the, and the biggest turnover was the in-game one, where Illinois was completely out of control for the last five minutes. And again, I don't know why Brad doesn't call timeouts. He's never done it. Um, he didn't do it last year. But last year he had Io. I mean, Illinois doesn't have Io anymore. And I don't know if Brad forgets that. Like, hey, just give it to number 11. Oh, wait, number 11's on your bench. He only played 13 minutes. And he shot maybe, a three off the side of the backboard. Maybe board. hit the backboard. But, I mean, but we we talked about Illinois' depth and all this stuff. Goody played a minute. Plummer played 13. BBV played nine, which I know you're not mad about. And then DeMonte had 31 off the bench. So DeMonte was pretty good. I thought DeMonte was amazing. 11 Monte was literally everywhere. Um, and you know, he didn't score, he didn't have open shots, but man, he had 11 rebounds. Um, it, he was impressive doing the things that DeMonte does. So 15 turnovers between Hawkins, Curbelo, and Payne. Yeah, seven for Curbelo, five for Hawkins, three for Payne, and um. You know, Hawkins, overall, his numbers don't look terrible because he had 13 points and eight rebounds. It was 50% from the field. But I think it was a bit of a wake-up call for him, you know? Yeah. Uh, the last four games you've played, two of them didn't really count. But um, you were playing against uh, St. Francis and Arkansas State and Jackson right. State. Right. And this is a tougher opponent. Now, I won't. it's not like Marquette's any good. I mean, they're not. Let's be honest. I hope they end up being good. It'll make Illinois look better. But Right. Yeah, I, don't know. I just they, I, yeah, <clears throat> and I if again if this was any other team, Illinois loses by twenty. They yeah. don't, they don't beat a team in the Big Ten. I don't care if it's Rutgers or whoever's playing like crap right now. They lose by twenty with twenty six. Penn turnovers. State. I think it probably beat Penn State. I mean, Penn State yeah. lost by a billion to UMass last yeah. night. So, and the only reason that the game that I mean, Illinois was even leading towards the end is because. Marquette couldn't make a free throw. Oh my god, Marquette tried to hand him the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a 66-65 game. Marquette misses both free throws. And by the way, 
you can't blame the refs totally, but my God, did this turn into a ref show? We couldn't have been surprised because it's Bo Brossi, who's an absolute loser and terrible at his job. Yeah. 31 to 11 in free throws. Yeah. Um, 31 to 11. That is yeah. inexcusable. I don't care how the other team's playing. And it just seemed like every call didn't go Illinois' way. The, the, the only one that I saw really went Illinois' way is when Curbelo got out of control and he was literally running across the court and the guy went to go dive on the ball and Curbelo tripped over him and they called yep. the foul on Lewis, I believe yeah. it was. Yeah, and then, and then Donnie Marshall who's doing the color in this game who I think he ran out of things to say in the first <laughs> five minutes of the game. Uh, he mentions that Illinois gets bailed out there. Okay, Donnie, did you not see how many times Marquette got bailed out? Yeah. Like yeah. these drives to the rim that were going to amount to nothing where they just blow the whistle. And then they swallow the whistle, which I don't disagree with swallowing the whistle late in games, but they called like two fouls back-to-back possessions on Marquette in the last minute. And then they swallow the whistle when Trent gets shoved to the ground and loses the ball by yeah. Marcel. They swallow yeah. the whistle there, but they kept calling fouls on every yeah. possession for Marquette before that. Yeah. It's stupid. It makes no sense. Kick, foul, whatever whatever you want to call that play. It didn't seem and like the it kick was. kick rule makes no right. sense. Right, yeah. Um, if a ball hits somebody's <laughs> foot on a pass, it's a kick ball. But if he moves his feet forward and hits the ball with his feet and then picks it up and takes it to the rim and scores, there's no call. Yeah. Borowski has a terrible reputation. There's a reason for that because he sucks at his job. <laughs> and the one, the the foul where, uh, what's it? How do you say his name? Kowth? Koth? Quoth? Quoth? Yeah. Oh, Quoth, that sounds yeah. good enough. Where he goes up and tries to dunk that one. There's literally nobody around him. And they call a foul on that because he missed it. I don't know. He tried to dunk on someone about six times and it didn't work (laughs) ever. And then the one time it's like, oh my God, that was great. He got blocked by Curbelo. Yeah. He's an Oklahoma reject. He stinks. Kofi (laughs) would have had 40 and 30 against him. Yep. And that's what we got to remember. We got to remember Kofi wasn't there, right? This team's never losing again. They're going to go 29 and one. They'll be fine. I get the overreaction. You don't want to lose to Marquette. Marquette's not a good team at all. I mean, they stink. I don't know how Illinois. I thought the game was. I thought Illinois was going to run away with it when they were, you know, what was it, eight or nine? Yeah. And they just fell apart completely. I mean, it was a huge meltdown. Yeah, and they. I mean, and you know, Hawkins and Curbelo had really bad games, but this was their first true road test. Um, They got to play in empty gyms all year last year. They haven't had fans from another team, you know, hollering, screaming, whatever. And it kind of showed. I Hawkins, Hawkins kind of eased into it and got better. Curbelo just was never in control. And I was talking about it with my buddy. Like, the way that Curbelo handles the ball, like, I know he's a great ball handler, but he's got to protect the ball better. Quouth stole two balls from him. Like, the center is picking your pockets. But – of course, he's got a seven-five wingspan or whatever it is. So when you're dribbling the ball out in front of you, like Curbelo gets sometimes, it's easy for a guy like that to do it. So it was just, it was an ugly game. And at what point do you just give the ball to Frazier and let him handle just, the ball the whole time? And they tried to at the end of the game. I mean, that's that that was why did they go to? I don't know. I I don't know. The, the thing is about his shoulder. Well, the thing is, where they got the ball to Frazier is is my biggest thing, is because uh, Curbelo passed it to him. Literally, he was standing right over half court, and Marcel was up on him, 
and and Trent really had no way to make space. And so he by do by what he tried to do was turn his back to get some spacing. And that's when old little dude, I mean, what's his name? Kolek, Kolek came up and, and stripped the ball. So if somebody's actually guarding him, he has no chance to make a shot. Yeah. And that's why I it was funny because I texted you, I'm like, why is this white dude burning by Trent all game. Well, I realized that after the dude hit back-to-back threes, why Trent was so up on him. So, yeah, um, I mean, obviously they know more than I know. So. Yeah, he's not any good. I mean, he's a George Mason transfer. He's George Mason's probably better than Marquette at yeah. this point. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he's getting pretty overhyped for someone making wide-open threes. You know, when it was like a 10-point <laughs> sure. game, he made one to make it seven. He's like, oh, sure. my God. Yeah. yeah. And like Hawkins. And along with Curbelo – not handling the ball well. His shooting, uh, four of eighteen last night. So zero of three from three. Still hasn't made a three this year. I don't believe. Um, no, he hasn't. Yeah, I think he's five of his last forty-eight or something. For someone who has a shot form, he's got a great. good shot. Yeah, it's yep. terrible. Yeah, and I mean the fadeaway three with eight seconds left on the shot clock was unnecessary. Um, it, it, it seemed like Illinois also the I think they must have had all 19 of their offensive rebounds like with it within the first 30 minutes because I don't know if they got any after that um it seemed like every time somebody put a shot up there was no there wasn't a line eye um down there and I don't know if it's because they didn't expect Curbelo to shoot it or what but like I told you if Curbelo makes that one fadeaway 13 footer in the lane, Nobody's, I mean, people will talk about how bad he played, but they wouldn't care as much. And, and there's nothing worse than a Illini Twitter after you lose a Illini fans after you lose and you have a really bad game. And uh, Trent was on Twitter today. You know, he, Trent speaks his mind. I mean, he's a fifth year senior. He's going to do what he wants to do. Um, and, you know, it was just kind of, you know, shaming Illini fans. Um, I did think that it was really good. Uh, he did say, uh, one thing we're not going to do is bash my point guard. I'll rock with his, with the ball in his hand every game for the last shot back off double exclamation point. So, uh, uh, the locker room's got to be tighter after this, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> see why not. I mean, they're probably wondering why their head coach didn't show up to the game. That's probably yeah. a little confusing for everybody. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think Curbelo is going to be better from this. I think it's yeah. completely unfair to say that the people didn't understand why he was hyped or he's overrated. I mean, you could say overrated. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, right now he looks that way going into the season, but it's only been three games and he only played two of them. And one of them, he didn't play very many minutes, but this was absolutely one of the worst performances by a guard I have ever seen um, in the big 10, especially yeah. as a big 10 team. And I think that's fair. I don't think that's, I don't think that's bashing him. I mean, if Curbelo doesn't think that he had a bad game, then he's blind, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he or he just thinks too highly of himself, which I don't think he does. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, people are calling him selfish, and he puts the I in team or some shit. I mean, that's BS. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and, and the thing is, and they have reason to though. Because down the stretch, he was yep. very yeah. selfish. He, he almost had a triple-double. Yeah. <laughs> 11 points, 8 rebounds, 7 turnovers. That's pretty yeah. damn close. I mean, he went, like I said, he went to the hoop twice, got 
blocked. I mean, I, I, I love Curbelo. I love his game. He's just got to, got to clean it up and he's got to, he's got to slow down a little bit. I don't get why he wasn't passing the ball at all. I don't either. That's what like, I, that, that is really, it, maybe just, maybe just Marquette's really good at closing passing. Lines. Isn't everybody on the, everybody is on the floor is an everyday guy. You know, you got to trust him, right? right? That's kind of the thing that right. they do. Yeah. I th- I think that, you know, a big thing is like the Marquette plays, I, I'd say more like a big 10 team. They're, they're very aggressive. They play good defense. Um, so I think that this is, this was a great matchup to get Illinois ready for big 10 play, because I don't know if like the Cincinnati and the Arkansas game, if that's how it ends up, we'll get them ready. Like this Marquette game did. So, yeah, I think Cincinnati's more similar to the big 10 than Arkansas yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that that's kind of what happens when you have a team that's not as talented as a lot of other teams, which is what yeah, Marquette you gotta has. Muck it up. You gotta yeah. muck it up. And you have a coach who seems a bit on the uh, insane side. You know, <laughs> he could be at Illinois. Could have been at Illinois. I'm glad he's not, because clearly he can't handle being in a legitimate conference. And I'm sorry, the Big East has been good, but they're not. The Big East is not good. And if they somehow win the Gavit tip-off games, but I don't think, honestly, I don't think that they're going to win another game in the gap. Yeah. Maybe maybe Creighton beats Nebraska, but I feel like Nebraska is due for one of those. You know, I've hyped them up a little bit. They're yeah, a little better than they've been. I think that they're going to win tonight. Yeah, Creighton I'd, stinks. I'd be all right with that. Six and two, Big Ten Gavit tip-off game. Six and two, six straight. First two games didn't even count because when you don't have the best player on each team in the Big Ten playing, it doesn't count. Yeah. So any Marquette or Big East fan that thinks this game counts, uh, you're wrong. Right. And that's, I mean, that's the thing is everybody's like, oh, great. Well, you know, a beat first time they beat a number 10 team. Like, like I, people understand that Illinois is ranked 10 because of Kofi, not, yeah. not the team without Kofi. And um, there's still a game that Illinois should win with or without him. Yeah. Like we got to say, I, I agree. We're not I trying agree. to say that obviously me saying it doesn't count is a joke. And if people can't right. tell it's a joke, then <laughs> right. they probably shouldn't listen to this. But yeah. um Kofi is obviously the guy, you know, yeah. he's, he changes the offense. Curbelo would actually pass the ball if Kofi was there. I think that's yeah. safe to say. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, I mean, it, it's got to make you feel good too, because I mean, Kofi was gone. He was, he was selling merchandise. He was out of here and he came back. So this is the team we would have had without him. Uh, I'm not saying that this is how this team's always going to be without him, but they were not, they, they were not there last night. They, it's amazing to me how aggressive they were rebounding, but still how poorly they played because usually those translate, you know, if you're, if you're aggressive and you're going after the ball, it translates well. I, you know, and I, I'm not blaming the refs at all, but when you when you stop momentum with whistles and all that, and that also mucks up the game too. So the refs were terrible. Uh, hopefully, were, that's like the bat. I hope I hope it doesn't get worse. You know, because um, that was probably the worst officiated game I've seen from Illinois in an Illinois game last few years. I mean, the Indiana game last season. Was pretty bad, but um, it's what you get with Borowski. He's terrible. His crew sucks. I mean, they don't know what they're doing. Right. Uh, their calls don't make any sense. They it was a total ref show for most of the game. Yeah. Um, Illinois missed a chance to step on their throat when they when Trent was making everything. 
Yeah. And uh, Illinois has got to find a way to, to finish games. And that's in, you know, you saw that with Kofi, you know, or with IO back before, you know, I'd say his freshman year, he couldn't finish games. Um, And then he started, you know, finishing games. They're going to have to find a way to finish without him. Um, Because none of these guys had to, you know, none of these guys had to play in these games and know that they're getting the ball. So, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I just think that this is probably going to be a good test for them in terms of next time they're in a situation like this, you would think that they would know what to do. Yeah. If nothing else, this is a great learning experience, which you, you hate to lose games to learn, but some of the, some of the best things come out of losses. So it's easy to say this now, but I feel like Illinois going into the season, if you don't know who they're playing, but they don't have Kofi and they lost to a big East opponent and then beat two terrible teams and they're two and one without Kofi, I would take it. But I also am annoyed that number one, the big East is not what it's been and Marquette's not very good. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. It's, I don't, we don't, we don't know anything. <laughs> We're just here to rant a little bit. Very yeah. confused at the way Underwood approached this game though. I will say. I, I, Oh, I feel like they, he didn't coach at all. Like they didn't do anything. They didn't do right. anything special. They didn't. They run. I mean, they run their sets and they play defense. That's and they rebound and then don't do anything when they rebound. Like yeah. they they've had they had. It feels like they had a possession where they had like four offensive rebounds and like maybe scored at the end. But he did hold uh, Hawkins back from getting teed up. So that's good. Yeah. I guess that was also. Good. What is this delay a game BS? Curbelo throws the ball back to the ref, and the ref gets all pissy about it. But then, like two minutes later, <laughs> Lewis it. makes the layup and hits the ball Spikes away it. from the ref. What is that? Yeah. And that was the second time Marquette's done that. Shouldn't that be a technical? That's what they said. Two yeah. delayed games is technical. Yeah. Curbelo, oh my God, the whore. He grabbed the ball and threw it to the ref. Are yeah. you kidding me? And see that, and that's where what I'm saying with the refs is it seemed like it's everything so was going Marquette's way. I mean, Which how I'm sure Illinois is going to have games like that down game. the road, right? Illinois is going to have games where people are going to be like, "Oh, yeah, Illinois is sure. getting every call." But, but I mean, Jesus, did did can can we? Yeah, can did Shaka take some of the money that he uh, is getting on this contract, or maybe get some of the money he's getting from Texas if he is getting any money from Texas to uh, to the refs? Slip him, slip him a few bucks. I noticed say you put on an Illini gear. Maybe that maybe we were the reason for the loss. I was thinking that too. I mean, that could be a big problem here. So looking, uh, we're I guess we'll do the we could do the preview of Cincinnati now, but I guess we could wait till later in the week. Yeah, I let's mean, do it later, Evan. Um, just a quick look at them before we get into a couple other things. They are a hundred and sixth on Ken Palm, which is worse than Marquette. And their wins are they beat Evansville by twenty two. Evansville is a terrible. Um, Missouri Valley conference team nailed that. Mm-hmm. And then they beat Georgia by five. Georgia is horrendous in the SEC. Tom Crean not having a good time at Georgia. They're bad. They've had one player who was any good play there in the last 10 years. That's Anthony Edwards, who's the number one overall pick. They didn't even make the tournament with him. So actually, I don't think there was a tournament, but I don't think they were going to make it. But um, so Cincinnati's worse than Marquette. So that's what you look forward to. And uh, they still and have two. Actually, he's going to be back. He is. That is. Uh, that is. Seems to be big news. Uh, Cincinnati <laughs> will probably. Cincinnati will likely be four and zero going into that game. Uh, they have two more. When do they play next? Tonight. Is Tonight and Thursday. TV? 
Probably like not. They're playing Alabama A and M. Like to do some scouting. ESPN Plus, probably. Ugh, you you buy that, don't you? Can I use yours? I don't know why you don't have it. I mean, it's a beautiful service. Because I can just use yours. I mean, it's a pretty good service, though. Don't what you do, know that, though. what you do is you get the Hulu and the Disney Plus and the ESPN Plus all in one. Well, see, I use somebody else's Disney Plus. Jesus, uh, and I don't need Hulu. So, Jesus. <laughs> So Cincinnati seems to be a pretty good defensive team. That's something to look at. Uh, they play Alabama a and low scoring affair. Presbyterian. And by the way, I I told you that maybe you should give a little bit of respect to Marquette. Like, you think Illinois is going to just go in there and drop 87 and win by 17? I felt like that was a little much. <laughs> Dude, I was, just, I, I, was, uh, I was really expecting Illinois just come out and just show who they were and – Maybe they did. You were doing the uh, 80-year-old comment from last night. Everyone, every person who's 85 years old on the internet was saying, oh, they're too busy reading their press clippings in the offseason and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so that's you were too busy reading. What do we tell people like that? Just smoke some weed and shut up, which is a clip that I could pull up with them. Like, uh, to smoke some weed and shut up. My God. That's what they should do. And here's the thing. Press clippings? What year is this? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I saw like five comments about that Press. in the last on on two different. On, I saw it on Facebook and on Twitter. No, you know what Press they're clippings. doing? They're they're reading hateful Twitter speech from Illini fans right now. Is what I doing. feel like most of them were probably reading like Hawkins and Curbelo. No offense to them, they just uh, with the activity and the amount of times they're on social media, most of the comments this year are probably about how great they are. I mean, if we're just being honest, which is nothing wrong with that, but sure. Press clippings is a, a term that was really, you know, famous when FDR was maybe JFK, that, that era. So it's been a while. Um, and the people that said that conveniently were around then. And they yeah. were like, there's probably a guy who was like four years old when JFK was president, which means he's about 101 now. So that makes sense that he would say, looks like Curbelo is too busy reading his press clippings. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, I would use that term as a joke, but I don't think anybody was. I think they were all dead serious. So, Correct. If you thought Curbelo was bad last season in some games, uh, last night topped it. I think there's no doubt. But um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Illinois and Cincinnati is a projected 13-point win for Illinois. Illinois still has the number one defense on Ken Palm, which makes sense because their defense wasn't really the problem last night. It was the turning the ball over, just giving the uh, Marquette points, and then fouls. Yeah. So, who had the, the most fouls? The whole game was ugly. Uh, Payne had four. Grandison had four. Curbelo had four. Frazier three. Williams three. Hawkins three. That is ridiculous. Nobody fouled out. Surprisingly, the only dude on Marquette who had four was Lewis, and then everybody else had one, two, or zero. Mm-hmm. So seems about right. Uh, Arkansas is number nineteen on Ken Palm, so that's going to be a bigger test uh, if that happens. I mean, Kansas State, you never know. Kansas State, who knows? Mark it's Smith fighting. to figure out how to shoot. Yeah. I think I have an eight-podcast episode streak of mentioning Mark Smith. Is that, is that something we're working on? Someone would call that pathetic. Some people would say that that's totally <laughs> badass. I would say it's totally badass, but um, is what it is. Uh, other things from last night's game, you know, the announcers stunk. Yeah. Gauden's pretty good. Donnie Marshall just seemed like he was reading like 
a bunch of bullet points, and then he ran out of them by the end of the first half because he sounded like a robot. Yeah. I think they said something about uh, it'll be interesting to see what Underwood will do with Kofi once he's back. Yeah, that seems really interesting, guys. I mean, <laughs> wow. Go, go stand by the lane and dunk the basketball. <laughs> that's, you know, that's very interesting to see. Yes. Oh, it's a seven-foot All-American who's probably second on the preseason player of the year list. Uh, wow, it's going to be very interesting. Are they going to be – really, the, the real question they should have asked is, wow, can they implement him into this offense? I don't know if that will work. Man, how do, how do they get him in there? Is he good enough to be playing for this team? That's what it made, made it sound like. Yeah. So in Goody's one whole minute that he played, did he did he do anything wrong? I mean, his stat line's literally one assist in one minute, and then didn't play again. Underwood forgotten, I think, is what happened. Oh, I forgot he was on the bench. That's right. Yeah, um, and Hutcherson, Hutcherson. When do you think we'll see him? Uh, he, supposedly he's warming up with the team. He's supposed um, to be the Lord and Savior of this in team. In his uniform, and then he wore sweats during the game. So I'm thinking uh, getting maybe, a workout in. maybe next Monday. That's an entire week. How do you think the week of practice is going to be for them? Jesus, good luck. Underwood should make himself do something too because he was just as bad as everybody else last night. True. And I have not done what I would have done in the past. I didn't jump to the Underwood Stinks worst coach ever conclusion. I'm just saying – wasn't his best night. I think you're saying a lot of what other people are saying. I didn't see enough criticism of Underwood, honestly. I feel like there should have been a little more heat because this is a true road test. That's because Curbelo went four of 18 I know, with seven we, turnovers. Maybe, hey, have we thought about the fact that Underwood could have been reading his press clippings? Yeah, true. He he would be one that would read press clippings. We He's don't know, enough. folks. That is mean. But um, so Hutcherson is supposed to be the Lord and Savior of this team. And as I mentioned to you earlier, have we seen God and Austin Hutcherson in the same room? Because I don't think we have. And if we haven't, so. maybe it's true. Maybe he comes in and he's – you think he starts? No. Zero chance. Okay. If he plays I, two I, games I, and he looks good, does he start after that? You, no. I Because he apparently is very fragile. And yeah. I think that if he plays more than 15 minutes the first – Five games, I'd be impressed. Let's keep it on the goody pace. One minute a game. One minute a game. I like that. Uh, so Come you think in. the lineup the lineup next Monday is going to be Curbelo, Frazier, Granison, Hawkins, Kofi? Yeah. What, what do I you, don't know. Do you, I don't you know. I actually, to send a message? actually, no. Plumber? I, I No. I think DeMonte might get his spot back. Over who? Hawkins? Yeah. I think you bench Grabello and Hawkins to send a message. Yeah. Of course, Underwood doesn't have balls to do that. Put Goody yeah, in. I don't know. I, I'd put Plummer in there and, and Hutcherson. Since he's supposed to be so good, I'd love to love to see that. You missed him in that exhibition game. Or BBV. Hey, how good is he? Yeah. Glad he wasted four possessions, mm. including going to his left hand and throwing it off of the shot clock from yeah. two feet away. I think only one of his shots were was actually decent. Why is he even touching the ball? He is there to they rebound nobody else. and play defense. They have other guys. You gotta work the ball inside. Lieb, Lieb could have done what he did last night. Except Lieb probably would have made one of the four. True. Like BBV, do you switch to football if you're him? I mean, Illinois' football team could use some players. Exactly, because they are like 
you know, bad <laughs> at the sport. They're uh, bad at it. They, so. they win two more. They're in a bowl game, right? I did see somewhere where there's not going to be enough teams that are six win teams. And Illinois is the number one in academic, whatever. So they if got, they win five, they could still get a bowl game. They got Penn state and Minnesota wins. Those should mean something. All right. A couple of huge road wins. Plus, UTSA, who they lost to early in the season, is a ranked team. 10 and 0. That was oh. a close game. So, how about that? Yeah. Think about that. Also, I saw that the uh, head coach of the football squad is out is. on Saturday. I'm sure that's going to – maybe they'll lose by 25 instead of 20. How about that? <laughs> Even worse. Man. Man. I, I just – I don't know. Uh, the basketball team did, has turned it around, though. So, it's nice to be uh, – another question is, where do you think they'll be ranked after this? I'm thinking 18 in 22. Well, I feel like they should take a little bit of the Kofi into it. Into I think they will. Yeah. I agree. You know how conservative these AP guys are when it comes to ranking. Teams. But I mean, there are, there's some guys that had Illinois 17 or whatever. Yeah. It's also all about what you do. Like that Connor uh, guy we had on the March madness thing had Illinois like 19 before this. Yeah. That's a, you know, it is what it is. Um, He's your friend too. Seems like good enough guy. Uh, <laughs> So it depends on what teams do around you. Like Kentucky dropped, what, three or four spots after losing to Duke? So that yeah. matters. Speaking of which, just to touch on this, the whole Duke thing with uh, Boncaro and uh, Coach K's grandson, yeah. do you think that they get a longer suspension than Kofi? Boncaro won't. There's no way. I don't – like I – so from everything we've been told or whatever, the NCAA doesn't even do anything with this. So this is going to be on Duke. And Duke's um, not going to do anything about it. From what it, from you know what people are saying, I, probably the his son grandson will get three games, and Bonchero will get one or two because he was sitting in the car. Or yeah, I don't really think that Boncaro, from what people are saying, really did anything uh, that would say that he should be suspended for a long time. Well, but they did uh, say Bonchero was sitting Boncaro. in the car. <laughs> I know I said it like that because yeah, you're no. trying to correct me. I wasn't really trying to. Anyway, this is the Line Eye Basketball Podcast. Well, it relates to have Kofi. We, have Kofi we got reached our, our time limit yet? I'm thinking about 18 more seconds. So, do you think that Kofi, <laughs> if it would have, if it would have been in Illinois' hands to suspend Kofi, if that was what it was, even though it was the NCAA, they would Their dog shit rules. You don't think? Yeah, I don't think they would have either because it's not that maybe big of a one deal. Game. It's not even that big of a deal. Maybe, maybe the two exhibitions in the first game, like. Can he Kofi died. not appeal that suspension? Does it matter? It's over. I'm just saying, could he have appealed it and gotten like two? I don't two? think so. So ridiculous. And what 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 is the meter for three games? What do you have to do to get – do they have like a chart? Oh, you do this, you get three games. You do this, <laughs> you get probably two got, games. Probably got a spreadsheet somewhere. They probably just spin a goddamn wheel and, oh, <laughs> they popped up three. There you go. <laughs> Stupid. True. So. Yeah, so uh, I don't know when we're gonna do the preview for the Cincinnati game, um, but that game is Sunday. Yeah, that'd be fine. Uh, Five thirty Central is that game next Monday. ESPN News is what it's on. Sweet. So have uh, fun with that. November watch 22nd. party as long as we're not working. As long as you're good to go, we'll do one of those. Yep. Um, this is the then you can see how market. we were yelling at the TV yesterday. And I was yelling time out, time out 932 times. Scared I was just, my dogs. I was just shocked, Brad. I was stunned. That's what I was because that was the worst sequence to end the game. 
I was like, oh my God, they missed both free throws. Here we go. Go back down the floor. Are they going to foul? You're just going to, you know, hold the ball. Uh, and then it turned into a disaster. But um, so they'll have that game. Then they'll have probably Arkansas. If they win that game, if they lose that game. Two and two play K State. I feel like that would be kind of fun Bruce. to destroy K State. But um, then you have UT uh, Rio Grande Grandi, which is mm-hmm. the day after Thanksgiving. And then Notre Dame on the Monday at ESPN2 Big Ten ACC Challenge. Yeah. So, so, and then, I mean, really, they only have what two games that aren't or three games. They got Grand Grande Grande Valley. They do have them, yes. Um, and then St. Francis PA, Florida AM in yeah. December. Arizona is another game they play. They play Rutgers and Iowa early December, Mizzou on the 22nd. And then the, the Big Ten really starts Minnesota. So Ben Johnson can get a welcome to the Big Ten in January against Illinois as uh, Underwood continues to own. And real quick, since we've talked about Underwood the way that we have today, mm-hmm. what coaches come to the top of your mind when you think about coaches that own Underwood and uh, coaches that he owns? Because I was thinking about that last night at halftime for some reason. Uh, I mean, obviously he owns uh, Howard and Painter. Who owns yeah. Brad Underwood, you tell me? Seems like shock it does. I wonder how it went for Texas and Oklahoma State because they say they played twice in the Big 12, but they never said who won. Like Underwood, as Stephen of Austin beat Shaka in the mm-hmm. tournament, but I don't know. Um, Co- Izzo, obviously. Oh, yeah. Him. Other than that, I mean, seems like he pretty much owns Fran right. for the most part. Yeah. Is there any team that has beat him every Quanzo? year? Quanzo. Quanzo owns him. I mean, yeah. That's that's yeah. There what is Underwood's record? One and four, one and three against Missouri, something like that. Has he beat? Yeah, he beat I thought him they his won. first year, right? Yeah, yeah that's usually because I because I went zero and three versus Missouri. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yep. it really is. But uh, uh, and then you have coaches who you know it's kind of like a mutual. You know, I beat you sometimes. You beat me sometimes. Pikel, Rutgers. Um, yeah. You know, it's a game they shouldn't have lost last year. Patino and Archie Miller, he owned big time. So those guys are gone. Too bad for Patino. It was always fun to just beat the piss out of Minnesota when he was there. But uh, <laughs> especially last year, I mean, what what was Illinois' point differential with Minnesota last season? Like 70 in two yeah. games? Ridiculous. But, uh, yep, that's uh, you remember when Kofi dominated uh, Liam Robbins and Oturu, he would have been doing that to Quaff last night. And Quaff stinks. So, yeah, congrats to Marquette, whatever. Hope you got your only big victory out of the way because you ain't winning much more. Um, <laughs> Illinois moves on. We'll see you at the end of this week. We'll preview Cincinnati, watch party, all that stuff, then Arkansas. I know. Okay, bye. <laughs>